Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Just a quick note before we get started that this is part of our Blast from the Past series, where we celebrate one of the incredible women in tech from our archive. And if you're a new listener or you're just looking to be inspired, dig into the back catalog. There are literally hundreds of stories to choose from. Enjoy the episode. That doesn't come from like ignoring the really real issues that exist, but I think paying attention to the really real issues without creating further divisiveness is really an important thing to be mindful about. My name is Spree Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. This Women in Tech road trip is powered by Kia Nero Touring. Yes, Kia provided us the most fuel-efficient, comfortable car to be our mobile podcasting studio as we drive state-to-state Los Angeles to New York celebrating Women in Tech featuring them on the Women in Tech podcast. First of all, it has cooled seats. It has the most silent AC. You can't even hear it. I leave it on load during the interviews and it is perfect. No disruption at all. You have fuel efficiency because it's hybrid. It comfortably stores all of our stuff. And there's three of us in this car with a ton of backpacks and mic gear and video gear. The Kia Neuro Touring is phenomenal. Simply could not be possible without Kia. A huge thank you. Enjoy the Women in Tech Road Trip Series. Welcome back to the Women in Tech Podcast. I am so excited to have gotten so many fabulous interviews with powerful women in tech here in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, driving from Los Angeles to New York in the most amazing mobile podcasting studio, my Kia Nero Touring. It is awesome. And now we have Sarah. Sarah is going to share with us a little bit about who she is and what she does and what it's like to be part of the Chapel Hill tech community. Wow. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody and tell them a little bit about what you do. All right. I am the founder of Command C. We're an e-commerce development agency. And I started the company in 2004 in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, I was there for the past, for 10, for 10 years. And then two years ago, I moved to, to North Carolina and uh, we build e-commerce websites and we work with clients over the long haul to optimize and maintain them. And why Brooklyn to Chapel Hill? <laughs> oh, long distance relationships <laughs> get always worked out that way. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and again, so your full name is Sarah Bacon. And where can people find you online? Um, well, they can find me at LinkedIn, uh, which is linkedin.com forward slash command C, actually. 
Um, and uh, at www.commandc.com. I don't exist on Facebook, and uh, I, I don't really do much other social media Social media thing. <laughs> so. um, and Sarah deserves like a huge reward because she was super patient because I think I was about an hour late to our interview. So I think it's just amazing of her to collaborate with the Women in Tech podcast to share her story. So when did you first become in love with technology? That's a really interesting question um, because I think I still have a complicated relationship to technology on one hand. Um I adore it. And on another hand, I just like want to be outside and in nature and doing art. But um, to, to answer that question, I got my MFA in photography and I was in a very small program with six people in it. And everyone was interested in like old style, alternative process, traditional photography. And I was the only one interested in digital photography. And this is um, back in 2004. So it was really kind of just after the start of when like digital photography was really taking hold and um, the tools that were available to me were like this whole new world and the level of control and the intersection between um, the web and, and art was something that really kind of captivated my interest. And, and how did you parlay those early movements in the tech world to, you know, creating command C? When I was in grad school, I got this really because I was sort of the only person interested in digital photography. And the school had a grant that year that I was there to build a digital lab. And because I was the only one interested in, they gave me like this grant to basically build a digital lab. And I came out of that experience with this really broad skill set from graphic design, um, you know, traditional like logo design to photography to um, web design and development. And, um, after grad school, I moved to New York and I worked at a print house for three months and was like, this is not my deal. I just knew very clearly that I wanted to work for myself. And so I started like basically posting ads for all of my you know, different skills on Craigslist. Right. Um, which was a very different place at the time. And, uh, you know, just like really quickly, the the web development thing was bringing the most money and the most, you know, the, the service that was getting the most attention. Yeah. And so I just kind of followed that. And within like a year or two, hired my first developer and it just kind of evolved from there. And what are the kind of clients that you work with now and how does Command C differ from all the other firms out there? So we're specifically focused on e-commerce. Um, so I think that's, you know, a differentiator. Um, but within that, our leadership team is all women. So our lead project manager, myself, and our lead developer are all women. And I think that in and of itself is a pretty big yeah. differentiator in our in our space. It's great because you have that perspective. And so especially if someone has um a female driven uh product you it would make the most sense for you to build their e-commerce platform well i don't know about that i mean that's a gender <laughs> different gender conversation but i think that that we're inherently good communicator not, yeah. not like i don't want to get into like women are better communicators or anything like that but i think that my team 
and I care a lot about communication. Right. And so we really foster um, developing our own skills around that and put a lot of emphasis on that being important. Right. Um, you know, product wise, um, I don't know. I'm kind of like a big gender fuck is cursing allowed on this show yeah it's a podcast it's <laughs> okay. the best part about it um, so i mean i think that 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 you know both genders bring inter all genders bring interesting perspective yeah. to gendered products um you know no i love that you say that because i'm i i'm very careful to choose words like human or anything because i believe in a world of collaboration i believe that we can support one another and the more that we support one another the more we all accelerate together but i do think it's interesting to have the point of view that's very female centric from all your tech talent i i think there's something really cool about that yeah but like what does female centric mean cuz i don't really i i don't feel like very feminine if that makes sense. Like my gender presentation and who I am isn't super feminine, but you know, maybe my emotional landscape is more feminine. I'm not sure. So I guess I guess I don't associate like I feel I'm very masculine in the way that I do business. So I don't mm -hmm. think the word female and feminine or masculine are one and the same. I think female is just I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think that we all have masculine and typically like feminine yeah. qualities but i think i don't know where this conversation is no go, but <laughs> no you know when i was little I, I have this very distinct memory of like i was skateboarding outside on on the basketball court and my mom was like said something to the effect of like there's my daughter acting like a boy again and i was like but like why is skateboarding acting like a boy yeah why can't i just be a girl who's skateboarding and so like I just take a lot of issue from my own personal experience yeah. with pinning these words of like, this is a masculine trait and this is a feminine trait. I see trait what you're saying. I skate too, behavior. by the way. So yeah. You know? I, to I totally see what you're saying. Like, yeah. And I guess that that's just, you know, before we were talking about like, not giving attention to negativity and yeah. and really just like supporting the inclusiveness of, of things. And I yeah. just think that the, the sort of, these like stark opposite sides of the gender spectrum need to be like minimized yeah you know and i w i vote for like embracing the like, humanity humanity yeah. and and like you know all the qualities yeah. not being so gendered all yeah. the time yeah okay. no i understand and it's all it's funny i appreciate that you share that because it's something that i I embrace as well. And so it's funny. To, a lot of people just um, say, oh, Esprit must be a feminist because she has the Women in Tech podcast or something. But I'm really about, I don't know what the term is, being an inclusiveness. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm like, I just want positive stuff in this world. And I want us all to be inclusive and collaborative together and be that much stronger. And yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it doesn't that doesn't come from like ignoring the really real issues that exist. But I think paying attention to the really real issues without being further without creating further divisiveness is really an important thing to be mindful yeah, about. I agree completely. Where so where is Command C today and where would you like to see it go? Um, well, I mean, 
fundamentally we are like in the ether of the internet. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so so let's see, where are we today? Um, we're 13 years old and um, we have kudos to that. Thank you. Uh, we have a lot of experience cumulatively. Yeah. And um, I, I really believe in the um, quality of the service that we provide. Um, and I'm not on this like my goal isn't like a major, massive, like high growth track, but yeah. rather like to continue further becoming like one of my favorite things about owning a business is like that I get to do all these different things all the time. And it's like a big project that I'm constantly tuning the dials on. Right. And I think that there are a couple d dials that I think could be like further tuned. And one is, you know, our own internal marketing um, and just, you know, further optimizing every day the, the quality of communication and level of service that we provide. Um, I mean, I have like financial goals, but I don't think that's what you're asking and whatever, you know, it's just about running a really high caliber business with like good folks. I, behind love, it. I love that. I love that. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, that, that I, I feel the same way about business. It's about being the best you can be as a leader and as a company and, and as a, and as a service to your customers. Yeah. Yeah. And bringing like, a, you know, if, what's cool about being 13 years into the business is like, I feel like we get to just bring this additional level of like authenticity to the yeah. table because I'm like, I've been doing this for 13 years. Like I don't have anything to prove. I'm not like trying to check a, checkbox to make yeah. you you know what I mean it's like there's something really nice about putting in all of the work that I've put in yeah um and just being at this place where I mean I'm not trying to say that like we don't have more to learn we certainly do um and we'll always have more to learn but it's like it's really fun when you get to bring authenticity to the work yeah. that you do Totally. And how do you overcome challenges? What challenges? <laughs> oh, just any challenge, like business challenges. I think it's yeah. challenging to be a business owner. Yeah, it is. Well, I don't drink, so, <laughs> so I don't use that. Um, but I, I have, I've, I've worked with business coaches from time to time and I've found that incredibly helpful. And I kind of go through cycles where I'll work with a business coach or a particular methodology and I'll, um, get some new things implemented and then I'll feel like I need to kind of back off and see how those percolate over time and then, yeah. you know, we'll achieve those things. And um, so that's one way. And I and meditation is huge. Do you use head, Headspace? I don't use Headspace. It's an app I use to meditate. Yeah. Cool. Do you just cool. meditate on your own? Um, I, it's a combination of things I do. I sometimes listen to like guided meditations. I, there are a couple of folks that I, that I really like. And like right now I'm doing this like Ramdas mind one month, like free mindfulness thing. So, That's you know, I just cool. find different, different things that speak to me. And there's some, you know, certain meditation teachers that I really like, but just having the consistency of like sitting every morning and yeah. not, not jumping into you know, email first thing, right. which is a, a, a constant battle for me, but it makes a really big difference in my day. Um, um, 
I want to touch base before we start to wrap up the conversation on coaching for one more second. Yeah. Because I have an amazing co- business coach, Deborah. Shout out to Deborah. Shout out. I, I like love Deborah. She's amazing. But I'm actually really skeptical of business coaches in general. Okay. So I feel outstandingly lucky and blessed that Deborah came into my life. She's a woman in tech and she's just had an incredible career. And now she coaches me on how to become my best self, mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. in business. And, and sometimes that involves my personal life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in general, like just the coaching industry, you got to be careful to not be scammed. What I literally don't know where I would go if I didn't have to, you know? Yeah. Um, I met Deborah in a very unusual way. I met her at a conference. I was very inspired by her. Yeah. I didn't even know she was a coach and I was just drawn to her. I think coaching is amazing, but how do you recommend we weed out the BS? Do you have any suggestions? Well, I think that there's a certain amount of like maturity that comes from getting bullshitted, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like you kind of got to take the bait a couple of times and then that informs you on what to do the next time. Um, but I'm also like, I really rely on referrals a lot. Like I just, you know, when it comes to hiring mm. people or finding new people to work with, like, you know, just kind of cold Googling and finding the right person hasn't historically been that helpful for me. But I have found that like when I ask for help from my trusted community, yeah. usually I f- find help. And um, I'm a big believer in like when the student is ready, the teacher appears, you know, but you kind of have to be an active participant in that and like yeah. get clear about what you think you need and keep asking. And I don't very often just kind of like pick the first person and go with them. I usually I le- it's helpful to have like a point of comparison. So I always try to talk to two people at once yeah, and just make sure that like my gut is you know, spot on that. That's, and that's a huge piece of meditation too, that I, I, I mean, I even have it on my Twitter profile. Your intuition is your Oracle. Mm -hmm. So to really pay attention to your intuition and, um, and do that gut check. Yeah. It's, it's the best GPS we have before we head out. Uh, command C is everywhere online. Yeah. On Insta and Twitter and Facebook and all those or Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, are our three main awesome. online cousins. We have, okay, in Wilmington, North Carolina, female-founded company. It's called Share Your Compass. The idea is within, it's trackable, so listeners can follow it. At, this one is 2116, 2116. They're handmade. It's um, cork imported from Portugal to be gender neutral leather. So it's not actual leather. It's cork. And um, it's awesome. She makes them with love. And the idea is that what you share your story about how you got it. And then within two weeks, you give it to a woman in tech who inspires you. They share their story and you could follow the number and then you could cool. connect to all the people that the bracelet passes through. Cool. Pretty That's rad, amazing. right? Thank yeah. you. So and then, of course, the women in tech stickers. Thank you. Um. But yeah, you've been awesome. And I think it's really inspiring. And I think one of the coolest things about this conversation was inspiring conversations that need to be had, like thinking about how do we examine the world and why do we look at that way and really kind of reevaluating our perspectives. 
that that was one of my biggest takeaways cool yeah I like that Thank you so much for spending your time with the Women in Tech podcast. If you guys want to connect with more incredible women in tech, go to the Women in Tech Facebook group, womenintechvip.com. That takes you straight to the Facebook group. Or be sure to tweet us at Women in Tech Show. It's also on Facebook and on Instagram, Women in Tech Show. I will talk to you guys, hear you guys, see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. As you've heard, I've been really inspired by a mentor figure named Deborah Hockemeyer to explore the powerful light that Deborah Hockemeyer is, be sure to check her out on LinkedIn. And we have a Women in Tech podcast episode featuring Deborah that aired July 3rd. So just scroll down on the Women in Tech podcast to find that episode. This Women in Tech road trip is powered by Kia Nero Touring. It would have been a nightmare to so drive. You're going to get rid of like your apartment and just live in this car. I mean, pretty much. Right. Yeah. And now I know you can like yeah. have a slumber party in it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's I mean, are you going to sleep here? I yes, sleep I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm going to go get my yeah. pillow and like spread out. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Kia. A huge thank you to Kia for powering this road trip series of the Women in Tech podcast. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you, the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.